Welcome to the Sonic Shaman Show, home of the Coffee Connect and Conscious Connections. The show is dedicated to empowering you to perceive, know, be, and express your unique voice in this world without the fear of judgment of others through healing, coaching, and educational services. In each episode, Hank and his guests offer tools, techniques, and inspiration to help you step into your potency. Now, here is your host, Hank Settela. Good morning, everyone. I'm so excited for Access Bars. This conversation is all about one of the most fundamental tools in access consciousness. And I think all of us, like, well, at least I have like some crazy story about how I came across access. But with us to talk about it today, we have Heather McMillan, and she is a certified facilitator of access consciousness. Good morning, Heather. How are you? Good morning. I'm grateful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm loving having all these, like, especially these early morning ones where it's like it doesn't take too much time yeah. out of the day. It's just so, so, so wonderful. And just to share with everyone, I came to Access completely by accident. And it was because of bars. I was toasting, uh, toasting, hosting a bars facilitator <laughs> teaching a class. And I had double booked myself because so I couldn't be there uh, for the place I had rented, but whoever signed the lease, like somebody had to be there. So my friend Ryan ended up being the the person that day and she had an odd number of people. So she had, she kind of roped them into the class and then he did a bar session for me afterwards. And after about an hour, I came to and I was drooling on myself a little bit. <laughs> And, and I felt amazing. And I'm like, I don't know what just happened, but I need to learn this. And that was my first experience with Access Consciousness, completely by coincidence, just hosting somebody. And then it turned into one of the things that I use in almost every single session that I do for people. So why don't you tell us a little bit, how did you find bars or access? And then we can jump right into exactly what the bars are. Well, I love that question. Um, everybody has such an amazing story. And for those of you watching and listening, I wonder what your, how did I find the bars story could be. Um, I first heard about the bars in 2013. I heard Dr. Dane here, one of the co-creators of Access on a radio show similar to this. And he presented some amazing tools and just using those tools for two days my whole life changed. And one of those tools was, if I choose this, what will my life be like in five years? And if I don't choose this, what will my life be like in five years? And I use those tool, that tool on everything, every little choice and some bigger choices. And one of the choices I used it on was whether or not to purchase a class that he had facilitated called Being You, Changing the World. And in that class at the time, there were people running bars and he was talking about this thing called the bars. And I recall standing in my kitchen and it was just like, I have to learn this. I have to experience this. My body would love this. And as it's so, um, you know, the magic of the universe, there was a class, you know, less than a half hour away um, coming up shortly. So I took the bars and then um, then I took my daughter to my second bars class. So she got to learn the bars. So it's just really been an amazing gift in my life and in her life and really for for everyone that I'm connected to. And I just want to mention to people too that access bars is not necessarily if you don't want to be like a, a healing practitioner there are a, right. I, I would say that more people that have taken bars for me end up doing it just for them or to be able to come to our share nights because we have so much fun and they want to be a part of that that you don't, <laughs> don't, don't feel that in order to benefit from bars that you have to be like out there working with people you certainly can it's a, an amazing tool but this is for everyone because it can it has such the possibility to change your life uh that it's it's not about necessarily using it with other people. And we have Anne-Marie just joining us. Good morning, Anne-Marie. She's one of the early birds. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Heather and Hank. Looking forward to some great information. So now I guess that people are wondering, so what are these bars anyway? And it's not just a clever name. It, the way that they work, it, it kind of fits into the name. But do you want to kind of give a description of how you describe the bars? Everybody has their own way of, of kind of packaging it. 
Well, before I get into that, I'd love to say your shares sound like so much fun. And I cannot wait to be at your share in May. So how's it get oh. better than that? Um, yeah. Hopefully I'll meet some people that are watching the show. Yeah, definitely. And even before that, you know, you could always zoom in. We've had CFs like drop in on one of our shares before and just we put them up on the Ooh. big TV. And then they um, they pot and pock us a little bit and then they run on or just have fun conversations. So I know John, <laughs> John Wheeler has done that before. Uh, and we've Yay! had a couple others. I think, was it someone that Sean Phillips knew? I can't remember. Oh, Casey Crisp, I think, came in one time uh, via Zoom. Oh, so that's, awesome. that's all, always a possibility as well. Yes, yes, yes. I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> Cool. Um, so you asked about the bars and there are 32 points on the head that when you lightly touch them, release thoughts and feelings, emotions, judgments and considerations that you have about all different aspects of life and living. Things like um, you mentioned toast <laughs> when we started this broadcast this morning. And one of them is the aging toaster. And it's all the points of view that we have about what it means to age and what is possible or not possible at given ages in in our lifetime. So it just creates a lot of peace and a lot of freedom. And I just found this, this is on the access Pinterest. So for people that like, this is kind of like a, one of the diagrams that you get in class and I just realized it didn't auto add it. So now let me add it so you can actually see what we're talking about. But you can see oh, on the right hand cool. side, there's like this little, um, oh, and of course I clicked, off of the one that I wanted. So let's click on here. So you, it kind of gives you like this little um, diagram of what all the bars are. The way that I describe it is like if your brain is a computer and all these little points are like file folders that hold information, the bars basically, when you when you apply pressure on the opposing points, it runs a bar of energy, which is where the modality's name comes from. And it basically deletes all the files, folders in, or files in that folder that no longer serve you or that are limiting your possibilities and deletes them. And then it opens you up to new possibilities. So that's always been my nerdy go-to way of describing it kind of from like a computer standpoint. Well, and that's brilliant because when your computer gets too cluttered with files and, you know, when it doesn't have enough space for, for processing, then it gets really slow and really frustrating, <laughs> just like life. One of the things that I love too, like, um, this is one of those types of healing modalities that you don't necessarily have to be quiet through. Like some people never make a sound and other yeah. people are like <laughs> chatty Cathy's and they're just talking, but you'll <laughs> notice that like when you have someone that's really talking through a session and you're running like the money bar, they start talking about finances and you haven't told them what you're doing. And then you're starting, you're on relationships and they start talking about relationships. And it's really interesting how they, as you move through the different positions, those different themes start to come out with what is going through the person's mind. And then there's other people that you just start running one bar and they're out, they're gone. They don't say another word until you're done. <laughs> and, and neither one is right or wrong. It's just everybody receives differently and it, they're stimulated differently. And some of us are more like a mental type person. And some of us are just like, I can finally receive. My body's been waiting for this. Yeah. For me. And, and, and that's one of the biggest things with bars too, is that how often do we really allow ourselves to receive? Yeah. Really I mean, that's, that. yeah. And it's like, that's why you can't run bars at a distance. You could run them on yourself, uh, which sometimes I'll do when I first wake up in the morning and I'll, you know, run some clearings and ask some questions and run my implant band, but bodies have to be touched in order to learn how to receive. And you don't have to be a hands-on healer. I mean, when I learned this back in 2013, I was actually a little hesitant to learn any kind of hands-on thing. Um, everything that I'd done before in the realm of energy was very hands-off, very uh, ethereal. But this was like a hands-on way of contributing to people and their bodies that was so different. And I'm so grateful for that aspect of this and it allows for so much happiness and peace with your body 
No, it reminds me towards the end, I have an email that was sent to me from one of the people who randomly came to one of our bars nights. And he just sent like this amazing email that his whole life changed. And I'll save that kind of towards the end so we can keep the, the information. Oh, more. I'd love it, to hear that. Yeah. So, so like, it was just uh, we'll kind of end with that. It's like a good note to end on. But one thing I wanted to bring up too, I'm going to post a link because I know that people like yesterday on the stream, we had people in Australia and we had people from Brazil. And if you're watching this and of course, you know, Cleveland might be a long haul for you to come to anything that I'm personally doing. I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to post a link to the Access Consciousness site. You can filter to find events, practitioners uh, by location. Uh, they're in, I forget, a lot of different countries now, a, a ton of countries. So like no matter where you are in the world, chances are there's a clinic, which is one thing that I tell people, if you don't know about this crazy thing they call the bars, come, come to one of our clinics. It's just a you offer whatever you like for the session and you sit down and you receive for a half hour and we have people coming back. We have people that end up wanting to learn more about it. So it's a great way to, to kind of test the waters and see how much possibility it might create for you. Do you have any um, recommendations for people? I know clinics are a great place of other ways that they can kind of dip their toes into access bars or access in general, if they want to get more of a taste of what, because it's way more than bars, folks. It's in that manual, I, yeah. I tell them, you know, it, it says access bar class, but there are tools in that book that if you apply them, it can change every aspect of your life. Truly, it's it's so good. Uh, so, but what, what would you say? What what would be the entry points or the places that people could go to for a deeper dive into access without going the full dive? It, kind of like an intermediate point for people. Well, one thing that was really amazing that Dr. Dane here uh, created last year when the whole world went into lockdown was a program for fourteen dollars called Fourteen Days with Dane. And it ended up being 22 sessions with him and they were live streams because it's just the energy and the, the creativity of it and the, the gifting and the receiving, which is really what we're playing with. And when we're playing with bars and all of access consciousness, it just started to grow and grow and thousands of people participated in in this and in the creation of it. And I know it's got a new graphic and logo and um, but it's an amazing gift and a way to immerse yourself for 22 days in these tools. And I signed up for that on like day 13 and I'm like, oh, I missed out. And then they kept going. <laughs> And I was yeah. like, oh, and, and it was like the, the <laughs> truly the, the best $14 I, I spent. And Dr. Dane here, since you bring him up, he is, uh, there's a whole, a whole bunch of uh, like, you have Gary Douglas, you have Simone, you have Brendan, but uh, Dr. Dane, like the place that he comes from, he has like the, his book being you changing the world, which is my favorite book. And I've gone through it like 20 times. Like even any of Dane's material is a great place to get started because he has such a lightness and fun way about presenting things. It's just Awesome. He's been on the news a lot yeah. recently down in, in Texas. They are having him on all the time because what he's talking about works so well for people and they get such great feedback. They keep having him on again and again and again. And he's just a goofball. You know, if nothing else, you'll be entertained. <laughs> if you don't want to receive any of the information from him, you'll be laughing the whole way through because he is authentically him and is not ashamed or and doesn't care about what you think about him. So he's just a total goofball. <laughs> yeah. And and one of my favorite things that um, Gary and Dane say in the video in the Access Bars class is what if the greatest gift that you can give the planet is your laughter? Yeah, and I think in the first video before they updated, they said, what if you released more with laughter than with tears? Yeah. And tears hold more and what if laughter? And I think, do you remember in the first foundation I took with you, we did, it was a called the <laughs> At the ESC with uh, with Dane, like she's playing this. Uh, yeah. She's playing this thing that you play in a foundation class, which we we did a stream on foundation last time. If you want to check that out, I'll put it as an end video uh, if you're watching on the replay. But we're all laying down, having this experience. I, I'm having like this really this huge emotional release, and I'm just like crying uncontrollably. People are like putting their hands on me. Are you okay? And all this stuff. And then I remember that part from the video. I'm like, well, I can't end on this. And then I started laughing and everybody, <laughs> everybody in the room is laughing with me. And then I find like, okay, I'm done. And Heather's looks at everyone. She's like, well, some people got a little bit more out of that than others. And then we went to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but it was like such an amazing release from something that 
was just like, just sit and receive. If you don't have an expectation of what you'll get out of something, you end up getting a lot more than you ever would have imagined. Oh yeah. And, and that's just such a, a beautiful description of, of the ESCs with Dane. And there's such a beautiful part of the foundation class and what, um, when we get to play those and you just get to take, I mean, and this is, this is, uh, you know, relevant to the conversation with bars as well. Cause it's like how often in life and in this reality are we allowed or do we give ourselves the space to lie down, to receive, to relax and to be at peace in body and soul. Yeah. And when I say I woke up drooling after my first session, I mean that literally. Ryan Dean was working on me. <laughs> I'm out. And I woke up and I just, I don't even know if I was really sleeping or if I was just in another realm or what, but I felt so relaxed. Yeah. And there's this level of clarity that I have not had in a long time. And then I now I, I, I love it. I incorporate it, like I said, into everything. Now I'm curious when it comes to access bars and people using it in their day-to-day -day life, like how, like I know I've seen you facilitate before and I'll catch you like running your implant band and things like <laughs> what, what are some ways that people who aren't looking to be a, a teacher, facilitator or healer, how can they use the bars in their day-to-day -day life for themselves and for their family? Is there any like go-to BDPs that you have for that? Yeah, I love that. And that comes up in, almost every bars class that I facilitate. And I wonder if you get asked this as well. It's like, do I have to become a teacher of this? Absolutely not. So many people come to the Access 8-hour bars class. It's like a 9.30 to 5.30 thing. Uh, and they're really just interested in possibilities. Or I get so many people, especially in the last year, that come in with this energy of like, I just know I have to be here. I, I don't even have a good answer what this is. I just know I have to be here. And it really invites you, all of access, um, invites you into more of your knowing. One of the taglines is that access is empowering you to know that you know. <laughs> so uh, it's really, uh, what would my life be like in five years if I choose this? And knowing that you'll know and choose what works for you. And I know for me, it's invited a level of peace and happiness and like Hank said, clarity that is beyond anything I could have imagined. A really funny story with that. We had just finished a class and uh, next door to my center is a store called Goddess Elite and they have all kinds of other things. And I guess this one couple were getting out, they had signed up for a class that they had paid for next door in the evening. And we were just wrapping up and he told his wife, and this is after he told us the story. So I'm, I'm telling it from his point of view, his wife's about to walk in there and he says, <laughs> I, I, I know, I know we're supposed, we're signed up over here, but we got, we got to go over here. And this man and his wife just come walking through. He's just like, hello, I'm so-and-so and I'm the strangest person to ever meet. And he's like, and I don't know what you do here, but you need to tell me. And so like he had this awareness and came in and it's someone that I've remained connected to. But it was like, the, like you say, people just show up and like, I know I need to be here. He didn't even know there was a center next door because it's not like we have a sign. And he didn't know that there was a class and normally that door is locked on the weekend. So it's uh, it was just such a serendipitous moment. And then he had such awareness to actually start to step into that space. Yeah, and it's really, it, it does, I, I I once ran a session and then I went out afterwards. I just went out to get some dinner. And at that dinner, so many people came up to me. It was really amazing and said, you're so happy. What's, what's up with you? And it was really from me facilitating that bar session. So after I took my first bars class, it took me a while, but I started offering this to other people. And, and that's a possibility. But I really started by just offering it to people I was close to, people who already knew me. And I would say, well, hey, I learned this really cool thing. And it's creating so much lightness and joy in my life. And uh, would you like to try it? <laughs> yeah. And, and one thing I- That oh, was really an invitation. The other thing I was just remembering is one thing that they say 
in, in the class, even in the video that we play, is they say play with it, and because they, they give you a whole bunch yeah. of tools, we give you a ton of tools. So like, and the questions are perhaps my biggest takeaway from bars because I incorporate asking questions into everything I do. And let me give you a disclaimer: the one question you don't ask is why. There's there's why is like a big <laughs> question. It's like why is this happening in the universe, yeah. and it gives you another ex experience of why this is happening. So so like the question you would ask them, well, well, what else is possible? around this yes. and and they've done topographical brain mapping if you're somebody like i've had some people come to me that are brought by their wife this occasionally a husband that brings a wife but the other whoever was brought is sitting there with their arms crossed and they don't want anything yep. to do do with that and so when you when you start to talk about the science of things well one there's a neuroscientist and this this video is on my website emergenceofbeing.com underneath the bars clinic the very first uh, video is talking about the neuroscientist maybe it's the second video about how when they set people up on topographical brain mapping and they have their bars run how the, the lights up the brain completely differently and somebody with five magnitude um anxiety goes from that to normal in a 90 minute session so there is science behind it uh, there, there was like a huge mm -hmm. uh, research study that it, I don't know if it's going to end up coming out because the results were so good that the people who read the peers that were reading it, but <laughs> you must have, there must have been something else that you didn't account for. This can't possibly be this great. And so like it's been delaying <laughs> the information coming out because it's like, no, this is this stuff really works. And they're like, well, it can't work that well. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there's science behind it, too, that show that the brain engages differently on topographical brain maps when you touch these points and when you ask a question that's where i was really going if you ask a question to the brain how it engages differently than an affirmation so asking a question like for example i am happy joyous and free versus what would it take to be happy joyous and free because then it engages the brain differently and it starts to create the experience showing up in your life that shows you yeah and it's so different like i did affirmations too before access and it would be like yeah i'm happy i'm joyful i'm abundant and the the limitation with that was that i had all these energetic considerations that i wasn't even conscious of <laughs> and access and the bars are this amazing way to free yourself from those because you're just laying down you're allowing the discharge of all those considerations and you don't have to figure it out like i didn't have to do some elaborate ritual or anything i just had to receive yeah it's magic just letting the brain quiet and if things do come up the beautiful thing about bars is it starts to dissipate all the things that are making those things come up in your mind so it's like yes. um, they, they actually that's one of the there's very few rules in access and even when even if there are rules it's kind of more like guidelines but one thing they'll say is don't play music during bars because when you have music yeah. it kind of you know you're paying attention to the music and they say it can turn implants off but what they also say is if you would like to have something on in the background, put on a movie that's going to trigger the person. So, so like one time during one of your classes, we played gaslighting while we were doing yes. we we did, I guess, I think gaslighting during cellular memory or something. So like we're listening to this movie <laughs> playing about the, how this lady's being gaslighted by oh a narcissist. And it was like triggering, like you could feel the energy, like <laughs> like how people are getting triggered and it's instantly releasing things. So like Bars is a huge, like we even talked about having movie nights, like practitioner movie nights, like they, let's throw in the matrix and run your bar. So let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the things I love about Bars is that you can just vent. And that's the great thing when you're running bars, you're just being this space of allowance for whoever you're running the bars on to have whatever experience they're going to have. And I've had people come for sessions and they've got their thing that they like to talk about or their person that's, you know, triggering them or whatever. Or like Hank said, I've had people who come and just pass out and wake up when, you know, I have to nudge them a little bit. Uh, and it's those movies and TV shows that have depictions of things that we have a lot of points of view about. And it may not just be this lifetime, it can be other lifetimes that we have a charge on some of these topics. Uh, one of the movies that, um, you know, for me, Gone with the Wind, you know, this kind of like epic romance and 
you know, all this history and stuff like that, that's one that like, it sets the bars on fire. So that's like a great one for me personally, or Dr. Zhivago. Uh, There's so many great bars movies because when we watch them, we see these things and it allows that release, that letting go of the points of view that we have. Yeah, you know, one thing, if you think it's okay to dive into it, one of the most useful things that I think also came from the bars class was this awareness around you're not peeling the layers of your life like an onion, but the concept of nucleated spheres. And that's where, when we talk about the bars, it's getting to this this concept that I'm asking you to talk about of getting to the source of why something might be showing up in your life. Is that something we could just kind of skim the surface on and dive into a little bit? Well, you know, anything that's not changing in your life that you'd really like to change, there's gotta be some point of view that's holding that in place or some value to holding on to it. And how many of you guys who are watching this have tried to handle some aspect of your life continuously with no change in that? And so that's really been one of the gifts. And I noticed that that changed with my first bars class because there are some clearings from access consciousness in the manual in the class that deal with these things that we've tried to handle continuously, maybe lifetime after lifetime, to no effect. And it just invites a different possibility. Definitely. And the the thing that, uh, let's see, where was that going? My idea just went kind of poof. Because I, <laughs> well, I, I was also looking for the thing that I wanted to share at the end. I thought I had it ready, and I did. So I was like half uh, letting you go so I could f- uh, find it and put it together. <laughs> So I'm busted. I was I was a humanoid and multitasking. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, humanoids. We have to have a lot of things going on at once to have as much entertainment as we require. <laughs> you know, and I don't think that's talked about in the bars, but that was like a huge awareness for me. I think out of the foundation class is that there's like different different types of people, and these ones like people who procrastinate a lot. What if you're not doing it because you're procrastinating? But if you don't procrastinate, it's boring because it's not yeah. as, you know, there's not enough pressure. It's not, you know, you could, you could have, you got it done in an hour anyhow, but you waited till the last hour till before it was due. You could have done that hour anytime, but why the last minute? So like, there's this idea that these humanoids are like, you just have to have so many things going on. Otherwise it might not be interesting or it's not as engaging and that type of thing. So that was like a game changer. So I'm not wrong for being right. This is actually a potency and shifting things that were a problem into like a possibility is a lot about what all the access classes do is finding where you were stuck and giving you a way to unstuck yourself and have more possibilities come from it. It is like a twofold system, really. Multifold system. Yeah. And I, well, I'm so, I'm so glad that you said that about, you know, that coming out of foundation, that's a huge gift of access is what if you're, what's different about you and what's different about you that we can celebrate and create with in a way that creates more for everyone and the the humanoids or the seekers of the world uh we've been made so wrong and we make ourselves so wrong for being as weird or different as we are i mean i for me one of one of the things i discovered in foundation in that section was oh, wow, I'm not wrong for not having a, a, a linear career path. That was always so hard for me because it's like fun thing over here and fun thing over here and fun thing over here. And it didn't follow this logical progression where I started at a corporation and now I'm like a vice president. Like I just couldn't, that just wasn't fun for me. And for how many of you guys watching this, has does that sound familiar to you that you haven't been able to be the normal person that you know maybe your family or people around you would you like you to be especially with a career Ugh. yeah and for me like when i worked at the bank i worked in banking for 10 years but every year and a half i had to do something different <laughs> so like i was customer service collections fake secrecy at compliance now that one i could have done forever that was so much fun Ooh, like catching like using fun. your awareness to catch criminals and stuff like that that was <laughs> really fun like, but I, every two two years, like I was doing something different. And then, if you look at my healing background, 
I was learning something like every month that seemed like I was taking another class. And my wife would always be like, well, when are you going to pick something and like stick with it? I'm like, never. Because like, even now, like I've learned access, but I'm still constantly bringing other things of access in or looking at other things that I could add and create more with. And I don't ever judge myself as wrong about that ever again, because a lot of people, though, like you pick one thing, you have to settle down and stick with something. And that makes no sense to me at all. Like, why not keep continue to evolve and change when everything changes, change everything is kind of like the, the it's actually a book by Neil Don Walsh that I was quoting there. But it, it's like that's the only constant is change. So always be creating and to turn that in on access. They recreate the manual every year, sometimes multiple times. Yeah. Like the bars book is what they do is they ask all the, the facilitators, not that all of them do it because I, I may or may not have ever done one of these, but you're supposed to every month send it reports. They send in reports like, hey, what's what's showing up in your world? And uh, based on those things, if they see trends, they will look and change the manual, add energy processes, add tools for what's showing up in the world. And the foundation class they have every year, global foundation, which all the CS have to take. And based on the questions Mm -hmm. that come up in that class, they literally rewrite the manual every single year based on what changes going on in the world. it's just a great way to do like everything's changing all the time and that is also my my mad logic or reasoning for having heather come when she comes because it's right after foundation the global and she is a meticulous note taker and the last time we had her after that (laughs) she had she had like probably 20 pages of notes with all these clearings that may or may not have actually made it in the manual but we had the benefit of her note taking and all these new possibilities because we were in the first classes right after global occurred and a reminder, guys. Thank uh, you for that. Yeah. If you have any that questions, so feel free to put them in. Put them in the comments because I, I love yeah. for things. If, if we're prompting questions, that is like the best thing to offer to us to take the conversation wherever you would like it to go. Yeah. Or if you have something going on in your life, chances are there's a tool and access that can help with that. So if you want to make a comment or a question, feel free. What would you say besides bars? What is the the tool that you end up using and access the most that you think that people would also get out of the class and be able to use. Well, who am I today? And what grand and glorious adventures am I going to have really beginning each day afresh in the question, you know, because Hank and I were talking about, you know, we're seekers and we've done a lot of different things and we're constantly creating and we have to be creating as seekers and adding things to our lives and looking at what's possible today. You know, what, who am I today? And what grand and glorious adventures am I going to have? And then every day can become a new creation. Yeah, definitely. And one thing I'll say too with Access is that I use it in everything that I do. I can't say the same is true of other things that I've learned that I use that in everything I do. So in terms of how dynamic and useful it is, Mm-hmm. I, I, I constantly self call it self facilitating myself with the tools of access and I'm catching myself doing things that I know are probably not going to create possibility. And because I catch it so quickly, <laughs> I, I start saying, well, well, that's interesting that that's showing up in my world. What could I do with this? <laughs> like, what could I, how could I change this into a possibility instead of this showing up and kind of taking away from what I'm trying to create or looking to create? Yeah, I love that. Like, how can I turn this into a possibility? That's a brilliant question. And, you know, another another question to play with along those lines is what else is possible here? Yeah, that, I, well, there's a whole bunch of stories. If For people who, if you want to go to the Emergence of Being um, Facebook group, in there I have a couple videos of me reading through Money's Not the Problem You Are. And there is one example Yay. in one of those readings that really dives into Wow. Oh, no, it's not what else is possible. It's how does it get any better than this? The the, the, uh, example, yes. the example I'm thinking about is given in Simone's book, The Joy Business, how she, I think she, her flight got canceled. And if I remember the story right, the person's like, oh, yeah, we're not going to get you out here until like, you know, 24 hours later. She's like, oh, I have a class tomorrow. What else is possible? And the person's like, oh, I don't know. And they, they start typing and they say, I, I, <laughs> I forget what, but it's like two or three layers of what else is possible. And the next thing you knew, she was on a flight with another airline getting there an hour earlier than the original flight all from asking what else is possible. But really, like when you engage, it goes back to that brain mapping we were talking about. Ask a question that's not linear, like yes or no, like a, an A or B world, 
if you ask a question that opens up possibilities and the brain starts looking for what that could be, you're engaging people in a totally different way. We used this down in SeaWorld when we were there in Florida, uh, when we had like these, um, I forget what they're called, like fast pass things. And we had bought them online. So we just had the papers. They didn't give us the bracelet and they wouldn't give us a bracelet. Like you have to buy it in the park to get a bracelet. So you mean I have to bring around this paper or just show it on my phone and let my battery die the whole day? And I'm like, what else is possible? And <laughs> And uh, we ended up getting the the bracelets at the end of it. I'm like, well, you know, is, is, does anybody else have a possibility here? And just kept like pushing without like being mean or anything about it, just really asking the question. And it looped in or went to having a whole different uh, possibility with it. So that's a wonderful tool to use in any sort of customer service situation or anybody who's giving you a linear finite answer to say what else is possible. Yeah. And then their, their brain's just like, or what? <laughs> <laughs> Well, but guys, any yeah. questions out there? We have a I see you all watching. We have a quiet group. They're like like last time they were probably snuggled in bed and just listening to the yeah. possibilities. Let it all sink in and and like you know, just from listening to something like this, so much change already starts to happen because it gets into I don't know what the access term would be for it. I call it an NLP would call it the other than conscious, subconscious into your unawareness. Because even in your unawareness and your choices or non-choices, after you have like more information, it just naturally starts to change how you might operate in the world. And then that can lead to greater possibilities. So just listening to something like this already starts to shift in this momentum of change. Yeah. And I mean, what you're speaking to there is present in every access class. And and you said earlier, and it's, it's so... Um, uh, relevant to note is that every access class is different uh, and it's created from the, you know, the energy of the people that are there and their questions and, you know, what's going on with them at the time. So uh, it's really such a contribution when someone asks a question in class and it can contribute to everyone there. And I gave the example in our last stream, we would have somebody ask this one question and it would lead to like 20 minutes of clearing. And then everybody is just kind of staring at Heather. Like we don't have anything else to say. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, Andrew Gardella would call it uh, being liquid. Like you just, you become liquid in these classes. Yeah. And you just can't think of, oh, there was something I wanted to bring up earlier with Andrew. Oh, well, Andrew shared with us uh, like a couple years back, we had him teach a bars class and he was sharing with the class that when he would travel, like he worked his way up in access just by like teaching classes. And when he would travel to teach, he would look to where there would be a bars class and he would be taking it only to get his bars run. Because he, he's, he's like, yeah. well, if you, if, you, if you go to get a, a session from somebody, at, like after you take a bars class, you could take it a second time with any facilitator for half price. And so he was using that yeah. as a possibility for himself because everywhere he would go, he would look up a bars class and he would take the class so he could get his bars run and run someone's bars. So basically they say you give a session, you get a session. So it's basically getting your bars run four times for the cost of repeating the class. So I want to throw that out as a possibility for people too, oh, even if you're, if you're yeah. not going to be a practitioner. Like that was one of his little tricks to get his bars run a whole bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I, at this point, I've lost track of how many bars classes I've personally attended, because I go for the same reason where it's like, oh, there's a bars class the day before this event. I'd love to lay down and gift and receive bars four times. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It's like pressing the, the reset on everything in life. And suddenly, for me, like everything just becomes clearer and happier. And there isn't as much um, crankiness or kind of debris. It's well, I'll go with this instead. I'm posting a link. I had, I, I could have gone down all kinds of rabbit holes with that for some reason. I was like, well, there's so many <laughs> possibilities with her, but let me focus on what I was about to say. This is, I think our third stream now where we've been talking about different things yeah. for, for access. So I wanted like the first one was just like a talk on possibilities. And then we did a talk on, how to Become Money, which actually was one of my most downloaded podcasts of all time, especially in Australia. It was like, Better wow, than that. That, that, that's interesting. <laughs> so people in Australia really want to learn how to become money. And then we have this class in the bars. We're, we're going to be offering more of these, but all the streams that I've done with Heather are all going to be at emergenceofbeing.com backslash possibility. So I wanted to take a moment and remind everybody of that. I'm going to post a link for it. Uh, so if you wanted to get a, a couple more doses of Heather, as well as our future streams, we're all going to put them on that page so you can find them in one place. And also the context of what is coming up 
where what we're talking about is the most relevant because Heather will be here in May. So that's a bit off, yeah. uh, but, but she's going to be doing a bars class and I'm planning one towards the end of April. So people do want to awesome. kind of take a deep dive into bars and then consider some of the other things uh, that is all going to be on the website. But really also, I would like to reinvent um, my possibilities podcast. Me, uh, Sean Phillips and I used to be on once, uh, I think we just did it once a month, but we called it Power Possibilities and just used access tools. So I'd love to recreate that and we'll continue to have, whether it's Heather or another CF or just another access person, we'll love to just have those streams again where we're talking about all the different tools of access because they're so potent. They're so potent. And even people who'd never take an access class after having a session with me, they're using the tools. You t- you brought it up the other day, I think, on one of the streams. Like somebody, uh, somebody's son was asking, "Can I use that? What is that? Was that uh, on our stream, or is that somewhere else?" I'm thinking of that. I think it was um, um, perhaps another stream that you did. Okay, uh, there was uh, somebody who used a tool of access consciousness, all of love or all of life, either way, comes to me with ease and joy, <laughs> and they and they had it on their mirror, and I guess their grandchild or or son or. Uh, and whatnot saw it and like, well, what is that? And they explained it and then they started using it. So like people don't necessarily have to start, you know, take a class to start using the tools and having great change happen in their life. Logo of access consciousness is a dance. And it really to what Hank was just saying, the dandelion logo in that, you know, you, you learn whatever tools you learn, the bars or, be it the mantra, all of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. And then you become that dandelion spreading the seeds of consciousness and possibility out in the world. Yeah. People hear me sometimes say at the end of my streams, like helps us spread the contagion of consciousness by sharing this video. <laughs> and I, 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 I like that from the dandelion. That's that. kind of what I'm thinking. You're like spreading that. And there's so much, um, Let's talk, talk about the dandelion as like a way that point of view creates your reality because somebody, to somebody it's mm-hmm. a weed and to other people you can use the roots for this. You can eat the leaves. It's a source of food, sustenance and medicine. And so like where, yeah. what are the weeds of your life that if you were to look at it at a different possibility could become like a whole mm-hmm. contribution to what you're looking to create? Yeah, I love that because if you're just looking at the weed as a nuisance or something to get rid of, you'd be missing out on everything that it has to offer. Like you said, the medicine, the beauty, the possibility. So what point of view do you guys have that aren't allowing your life to flower into possibility? Yeah, absolutely. Let's see if there was any questions. And if not... That's fine too. I cannot find the thing I was wanting to share. So we will have to save that for the next stream, unfortunately. But it's in essence, the guy, the story of what I wanted to share, this gentleman had come to a bars night and he had only come to the bars night out of frustration. And he had been planning to um, go out with friends and they canceled on him. And he just saw the access bar clinic through like a site called meetup.com, which is where I post some of the events that we do. And he figured, well, I might as well go there. It's better than going home. So he wasn't coming because he really wanted to, but he was showing up, which is, you know, half the battle is just showing up. Yeah. Had had his bars run. And then when he sent me this email and I'll read it on air a different time, but basically he was at a place where he was considering ending his life and he didn't know exactly what happened. But it made him feel better when he came in and he saw like families there with their kids and like all these people like waiting for sessions. He's like, well, maybe there's something to this because I don't think he had like high hopes or anything. And but then like after that session, like he was in the question of how could I create possibility in the world? So he went from a space of wanting to end it to a space of what could I be to the world and contribute and change it and create possibility. And that is where like um, they have that saying in access, worst case scenario. You feel like you had a great massage. <laughs> Best case scenario, your whole life has changed. Do you have any other, like, well, Dr. Dane here is a huge story of that too, but anybody that yeah. from your classes that you you had that kind of story where everything just changed and they just couldn't believe it afterwards. Well, and, and Doc, uh, Gary Douglas, the founder of Access mentions this in the video in the bars class that sometimes you'll run someone's bars and you won't hear for years what shifted and changed for them 
uh, like they'll maybe they won't contact you and you'll be like, huh, I wonder whatever, you know, showed up with that person. I had someone come to me for a session. They were actually dealing with an issue of identity theft and they were really stressed out because someone had stolen their identity. And there's, you know, you've worked at a bank, you know, there's a lot of paperwork uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, proving and all that kind of stuff that goes along with that. It's very stressful. So for the whole 90 minute, two hour session, whatever, um, this person just talked about that and they just kind of vented and we went from bar to bar and they just talked about how this was impacting their relationship, you know, and how this was impacting whatever. Well, the next time I heard from that person, they were like, oh yeah, that like ended a couple of days after the session. And it was just kind of like such a non issue in their life. Whereas during the session, it had been kind of the whole prevailing thing that was going on for them. You know, that's a common theme. Like a lot of bars, people will call and just check it on people and whatever was showing up for them. They don't even realize that it went away. <laughs> like you're, yeah. you're like when you ask like, oh yeah, that did stop showing up. I had one client who they had this chronic, and this was a physical thing because Mars is not just a mental thing. Mars is one mm -hmm. of over 60 energy processes. There's like a three-day body class that takes a deep dive into all these things. A few other ones are taught in the Mars class oh, as yeah. well as foundation. But I, but basically the question I was for the access is what energy could my body being and beyond be to be the greatest contribution for anything they're willing to receive mm -hmm. with total ease? Some, something like that. The, the questions come to me and then I can't remember them afterwards. So, but it was something like that. And I just, <laughs> I just ran this one energy for maybe an hour, hour and a half. And they had been walking around with like cotton balls up their nose because they had some sort of condition where like something was leaking and they just always had to have something catching. And they, they had gone out, they sent me an email. They had gone out that, um, they didn't even notice that they forgot to put it in and nothing was dripping and it just stopped. <laughs> and, and, and they, and they had no explanation. The doctors had been trying to do something for all these times. And it was the question of possibility that shifted things. And that's what all of access is really about is getting to the places where we might be creating these things, showing up that we don't wouldn't like and providing an energy or a tool that shifts it into a different possibility. We're, we're carping on that, but that is like the super important thing is you're, Finding the places that take that limit you, reducing them, eliminating, changing them, shifting them, and then all of a sudden the things that you would like to show up start showing up, and the willingness to ask for it. Because how often could we receive more but we never ask? How often does that? Oh happen? my gosh! Yeah, I mean, what? It, yeah, wow. I mean, how much <laughs> of what you have decided hasn't shown up in your life is because you actually haven't asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> and this awareness just hit me the other day because my son, Max, he's in uh, distance learning right now because of COVID and everything. And he, uh, every day I'll ask him, did you do all your work? Yes. Is, did you, you know, do you need help on anything? Nope. Uh, am I going to be getting an email from your teacher saying that you didn't do something or didn't do something well enough? Nope, no, no, no. <laughs> and now, now a week later, here comes the email. Max turned all these things in, but he didn't actually do them. He just turned them in. So like when we look at Google Classroom, it looks like it's all turned in, but he turned it in blank. <laughs> And then, and then it's all because uh, it stemmed from one thing he wasn't sure about. And as soon as like, he received help with it, he got it all done in like an hour. But that's the thing. Like he, wow. he could have, he could have asked a question. He could have asked for help and he could have received everything that he needed to deal with this a week ago. But it wasn't until it got so big that he was desperate or had to face it that he was willing to receive. What if we didn't have to get to that space of being desperate to be willing to receive? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and that's, that was totally my uh, story with coming to access is that I had been dealing with a lot of you know, chronic health issues and I'd been going from one healer or modality to another. And once I found access, you know, pretty soon after I first got my bars run, it was like, my body was like, okay, cool you're finally listening to me <laughs> and it just stopped creating that. And then some of the, the tools and the foundation and beyond, and like uh, Hank mentioned other body process classes, like that was a big gift to my body, but it was, it was like my body was putting me in this place where I was finally asking, okay, well, what else is possible here? Mm -hmm. Like what body, what do you require? Yeah. 
That's huge. And for people who might be thinking about the other body processes, there's facilitators. If you don't want to do a three-day class, the facilitators can teach yeah. just one or two at a time. And I know John yeah. Wheeler has come and taught certain sessions before Andrew's come and taught like just one or two things before. Because sometimes people, they just need like a MTBSS, which is probably like the go-to thing. Well, but there's a lot yeah. of go-to things. But my point being that don't feel necessarily that, oh, that it's like another three-day thing. You can, you can piecemeal that based on what you feel is going to create the most possibility in your life too. And it's not necessarily like you have to dive down like a whole nother thing. There was something else I wanted to say with that. And that went poof. Oh, <laughs> for for people for people who are thinking about bars, because this is me. Like I, I mentioned, I learned dozens of healing modalities, and I like blending things. And they talk a little bit about that in the bars class. What is the stance on can you do more than one thing? What uh, how how can you marry things get together that you might if you do Reiki, for example, can you mix mm, it? Should yeah. you mix it? And if you were to mix it, what are you supposed to do or not do? Yeah, thank you for that. What if access bars, if you know how to run bars, is an amazing gift in and of itself. And there are some things that you can learn in the bars class that can create a different possibility with people who have certain issues or if you just get the hit to add that to the bars. And that's all still access consciousness. And, you know, we really... Uh, requests that you know for a bar session and for a bars class that it's just bars mm -hmm. and um the temptation is to like <laughs> add like so much stuff in but what if the the miracle of bars is that space of being able to lay down allow receiving gifting and receiving simultaneously simultaneously, I mean, when Hank said it, when you give a session, you get a session, it's an amazing gift to run someone's bars. It's an amazing gift to receive bars and whatever the person that's on the table is willing to get free of, is willing to let go of, you as the practitioner, as the one running bars, get to get free of that too. I mean, what a exponential miracle and possibility yeah so, so in other words too, trust the process of bars and they do ask yeah. if you if you're well they have an actual position in access i love the title of this position they call it cat herder and their job is to try to get <laughs> all all the access people to be consistent with what they're doing yeah <laughs> and, and if you yeah. know anything about cats you know that cat herder is like an impossible position so they say if you're going to do it anyway <laughs> then please make a clear distinction. This is access and this is not. And so they, even that, they don't tell you don't do yeah. it, but they say respect access enough that if you're going to use a tool that isn't access, that you make a clear break and say, this is not access. Because part of that too is you don't, and we had this happen in one of the classes. We had somebody who created their own bars afterwards. And then they worked on somebody and then they came to a share and I'm working on, well, the other person didn't do that. I'm like, what other person? And then I had to talk with them. It's like, well, <laughs> if you're, if you're going to do that type of bars, make sure that they know that this is not access consciousness because it creates confusion for people who are going to clinics or getting things. If somebody all of a sudden gets something out of left field, it's kind of like a non-honoring of access to not be clear with what is access and what isn't. So I'm always really good with that. And usually what I do is so out of left field that it's like, like I already know that it's not access. If, if I were to blend, I'm not saying that I do. I'm not one of those cats, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, um, wow. I, I'm just so <laughs> grateful for the space of this conversation. It, it actually has um, that beautiful uh, space of receiving of the bars. So what else is possible? Yeah, truly. And that is by far the thing that I found that from one session, everything changes. Like the email I wanted to share. Or another lady, she came to one of mm. our clinics. She came about a year later and she's like, yeah, I felt that it finally kind of wore off. So I came back for another session, like a year, <laughs> a year. It, it like, it, so that the question really is from the person who just feels relaxed and to a person that their whole life changed and felt light, what is the difference? Is it just the willingness to receive? And if you show up more often, that exponentially just like bars builds on itself. 
like the more often you get your mm-hmm. bars run, it's just like the space exponentializes with what you could be receiving in your world. Oh yeah. I mean, and, and every session with is different with every person that you, you know, get your bars run by run bars with uh, it's really uh, just magic is the word. And I am getting my bars run tonight. As we're talking about the bars, my <laughs> head is like time for bars. So uh, I I can't wait to have that yeah. tonight, to have that time to just lay down and receive someone nurturing and taking care of me. I mean, yeah. how often do we allow ourselves to receive and to have that nurturance and caring? And a big reminder for everyone, if you do allow yourself to receive that, that is being self first, not selfish. Because a lot of people yeah. don't receive because they were taught you put other people before you, but can you pull from a half port and offer things from a half empty cup? You take care of you, be a kindness to you and be self first. So you can then be more change for other people in the world. And no matter where you are watching this from, if you go, I posted it in the comments already on accessconsciousness.com. You can click and search for events going through you. I highly recommend the clinics. First Thursday of every month, we do one at Emergence of Being. I'm sure Heather, do you do? Well, she she is always doing bars classes out in Maryland. But if you're in the Maryland area, check out all the things that she does. But there's a guarantee that there's something somewhere. And if there isn't, then what if you took the class and you started one? <laughs> so like, exactly. so, so if you're in an area and you know, that was my, my whole thing of how I offer classes when I'm choosing to create something, I host a class, I network with people and I create it. And I was like the first book discussion group back in 2008 when I started one. And like, just if you, there isn't one, well, what if you could be the energy of creation in that area for bars or, and, and, and starting a clinic and all that. Um, any final, oh, there was one other thing. Uh, for the other streams, go to emergencybeing.com backslash possibility, and you can catch all the things for Heather and I. Uh, was there any final um, words of wisdom that you'd like to impart us with a, a little exit on the space of possibility? Well, it was funny that you mentioned, like, what would it be like if you were the energy that could create this for you? I uh, I have a friend here who, who lives in the area who when they found out about bars, there weren't organized bars classes. And, but she knew she had to learn this. And so, you know, she just like got a head chart and like taught herself. And, you know, once bars classes became a thing, she formally attended one. But there are, um, there's an online global bars class coming up with uh, Brendan Watt, I believe in April, it's the day before the Global Foundation. So if you can grab a friend, grab a kid (laughs) and and take that class. And as long as you have another person there with you to practice with, to, to do the four sessions in the day, then what can you create with that? What are the infinite possibilities for what access bars can contribute to you and your body and your future? And for that matter, if you would like to create that, if anybody's out there, you you have someone else that wants to take it, or you have a, a another bars practitioner that could volunteer to be the guinea pig, because you have to receive too. So if someone else isn't taking the class, yeah. it, it's hard to do that. But right now, they've given all the CFs and even of uh, bars facilitators like myself, I think until May thirty first to offer them online, provided that whoever's on the other end of the video, you have to be able to have another partner in the class with you to do the swap. So if you want to create that, you can reach out to Heather or myself. We can uh, definitely create. Brendan's great too, not saying anything. But if you've resonated with us, then we would love to create that for you as well because what else is possible with that? Yeah, exactly. Like, And uh, what gift could you be with this? I mean, when, when that's what's... You know, how many of you have always desired to be a gift and to be a contribution to people? And that was one of the things that really drew me to the bars and access is like, oh, my gosh, I I have this amazing gift at my fingertips that mm-hmm. someone can just lay down. And no matter what's going on for them, they can have a different possibility if they'd like to have that. In something you said there, this isn't even something they teach in the class. I was seeing if it was in the, the one 
purpose of access statement that I have that they teach you this tool, interesting point of view. And to be mm-hmm. uh, like pure awareness is the, the awareness of everything with the absence of a judgment about itself. I'm paraphrasing. But what gift are you just from being able to hold that space? And when somebody comes up, that is the elf of the world. And you have to go back to my money's not the problem. <laughs> money's not the problem you are, stream, if you want to know what elf stands for. So now you can go on audition. Yeah, go, to the, yeah. go to the emergence of being group and watch that video. And you'll be like, oh, that's an elf. So like when you have a, an elf of the world show up, to have the space to just be an allowance of them being them in the world, it creates the space for people around you to have a different possibility. Because duality truth for every action, there's an equal opposite reaction. A banality truth, or when you can just hold the space, you open up the space for them to step into the possibility instead of fighting who they are. And I know I have to take my son to a test, and we're running over. So yeah, oh, my wife, my wife yes, is like looking at me. Time. Yeah, it is past <laughs> time. See, this is a humanoid fashion. I gotta like literally run. So I'm gonna play the exit video. Thank you everybody for showing up and being present. Thank you guys so much. And thank, you, uh, thank you for being the change of the world. And Heather, I will talk to you after I get back and uh, get scolded for my wife. <laughs> Hey, talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us today for the show. The Sonic Shaman is part of the Emergence of Being Contributor Network. Visit emergenceofbeing.com to learn about all the contributors and learn about our services and upcoming events. Please take a moment to subscribe to the channel. You can contribute to the show by supporting our efforts and sharing our content with those you care about and those who need it most.